Welcome to the Cup of Nurses podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Cup of Nurses podcast. We are your hosts, Matt Sautrick and Peter Fendero. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a little bit of, about ourselves, offer some of our perspectives as nurses. Um, we'll talk about what we do, what we're going to talk about in our future episodes, future seasons. Yeah. Welcome, guys. Um, this is the nursing podcast, the one and only on the internet. So we are very excited about this. And a little bit about us, we're both like ICU nurses. We have the experience in the hospital setting for a little bit over two years now. Right. And we feel like when we're like nurses starting off, we didn't have any guidance or anyone to like look up to like little mini mentors, right? right. I feel like that makes your life a lot easier if you have one. And the only thing that we probably found was like nursing forms. Exactly, and yeah. So we searched some stuff on the internet. Everything seemed to be more dry, uh, more just... You just read it and it's kind of, it's like really dry. Exactly. So we thought we'd just put our personalities in there, our perspective, our experience, maybe give you some guidance as future nurses. Exactly. So we want to make the show entertaining, but yet to educate because that's our thing. We want to apply our education. We both have BSNs and um, we want to give you insight into the hospital setting. So this is not only for nurses, but also anybody that's interested in nutrition um, lifestyle modifications, mindfulness, mindfulness, just the higher well-being for what you currently have. And from there, maybe you'll be happier or you'll be healthier, feel better about yourself. So we want this podcast to be a reference and a source to get that kind of information. Right. Our goal is to help you, to educate you, just to promote you as a nurse. Exactly. For the most part. So this podcast we're planning on, it's going to be every single Friday. So every single Friday for 30 minutes, it's going to be different topics. Um, usually there's always going to be a nursing twist and also we're going to tackle any kind of topic. Right. And these know. topics we're going to, you know, do, do our homework, do our research. Like we said, we want to educate you. Some of the things we're talking about is more perspective based, more subjective, more objective. You can't really have an explanation for everything. Exactly. So it's going to be our opinion and we're providing guidance for you guys and you guys could come up with your own conclusion. Just like anything we read on the Internet, I feel like everyone should have their own grain of salt. For exactly. Things. That and that's what we want to give you guys, too. Um, this is not the be-all, but it's a great indicator of how things are. At the end of the day, it's your opinion, right? Exactly. Yeah, and that'll put us to our logo. It's a dopamine molecule going with an EKG to um, a cup. That yeah. cup is going to be filled with coffee. How do we come up with that logo? I forgot. I don't know. Um, EKG, you got to stay alive. Yeah, it was like one of those references of something very nursing-based. Right. And I feel like we chose the cup of coffee because that's something that we kind of live off of, right? Caffeine. Exactly. And a couple of nurses, I have no idea where that came from. No. I mean, we do have um, some drinks with us today. They're not in cups, but they're in glass bottles. Exactly. They, they are good. And we chose dopamine molecule because dopamine is literally tied to everything. You know, to your emotions, to your memory, to the things, the ways you, the way you move, your blood pressure... You know, we hang dopamine in a hospital. Right. And isn't also dopamine related to happiness? Yep. It's one of those, I think one of the chemicals that get released. Exactly. When you experience some kind of pleasure. So yeah. we are hoping that we can be your inner dopamine drive, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it shapes personality. So hopefully we can shape you in some way. I think we can. Oh, yeah. So a little bit about us. Um, we kind of covered the podcast, but both of us were actually kind of born in Poland. So we do have like a perspective of outside culture other than the Western culture, right. which is cool because I feel like that's how we apply things to medicine too, where like, let's just say I'm giving education about like diabetes. Usually the first thing people do is like, oh, take your metformin, 
they kind of talk about like carb counting, but we have the perspective of let's just say like intermittent fasting, like preventing insulin resistance. I feel like we give a good perspective to people like that's more broad than like let's just say just Western culture. Right. Exactly. Cool. I feel like that's very good. I feel like very good in teaching because both our parents don't speak English very well. Exactly. So we kind of got to dumb things down. We got to give like a broad approach, simplify things. And we've kind of been doing it our whole life. So it's like a our second inst- instinct, you could say. Exactly. So I feel like I give, um, even if I don't, even if they're not Polish, let's say they're Spanish speaking and they speak a little bit of English, I feel like I could use, you know, simple words and I get my message across. Because you understand the struggle. Right. And, it, you know, it helps, you know. Exactly. Plus also when we're in nursing school, just what we mentioned is we didn't have like a reference. I feel like a lot of like in nursing school is like one of those things where you just kind of got thrown into the water. You either float or sink. And it was a struggle. Everyone exactly. was nervous, like high anxiety. You had the people that were kind of crying and, oh, I'm going to fail this. or I need two more points. And it's a giant nerve wreck for like two years. It's crazy. Right. Like they want to, nursing school wants to compare reality to like a sim lab. Right. And you get super nervous, nervous before a sim lab. You know, especially if it's like a one without a dummy with like the instructors or patient or whatever. It's like times like five when you exactly. go into the patient's room. You're like, man, this is like actually a human being. Like, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's very scary. Exactly. And like we said, all the content we found online was very dry. Even on YouTube, the labs, lab sims they would do, it would just be so, so structured and so like robotic that right. it's like, I don't even want to watch this. This is not the real setting. And right. a lot of things that you see in nursing school, it's totally different. Things are going to be done differently. So we want to give you that perspective of like reality of how things really are and also have like a reference of information for the future. Let's just say we might push out more content based on what people want and we hope to kind of make like a giant foundation, like an archive of info where people could look things up and have like relative information. Maybe we could do like insertion of Foley catheters. We'll see how things go. But definitely it'll be very informational based. No one's putting in a catheter on anybody, by the way. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I could convince Matt. I could pull one in him. The only thing I could do is a condom cath, man. (laughs) God damn. It's the only thing. Oh, man. That'd be some stuff. Yeah. So, like, what do we see at the hospital, just for people to reference? Um, Probably the scariest thing I've probably dealt with was, like, a patient thrashing. You know, like a violent patient thrashing around in restraints. Because there's no way you could simulate that in a lab, in a lab form. Even if you look online, you, you can't really see this, this actual thing happening. So that was probably my scariest thing and the most thing I probably struggled with. I actually seen that a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was a patient. Um, so anybody that doesn't know when you have bipolar disorder, um, they take lithium to balance out your chemicals, I believe. And anything above 2.0 lithium level, it becomes very dangerous, high levels. And she had 4.1 from the oh, nursing man. home. And it looked like the exorcism. I... I can't swear, but man, like she was literally chest out, back out, four point restraints. Like she looked crazy. She looked possessed. We had to end it up. We had to intubate her because we had to give her medication to sedate her because we just couldn't control her. It's crazy. Yeah. Like even your non-compliant patients, the patient wants to get up and they're a fall risk. You got to be in that room every half an hour and be like, George, sit down, man. Like you're withdrawing. You haven't had a drink in like four days. Can you just relax? You know, it's hard. I was going to reference that detox patients, so much of them, especially alcohol. People don't understand that. And there's no way you can simulate that. That's like you're just going to learn it just by doing it. Right. It's really really hard to simulate. It's hard to calm them down. It's very repetitive. It's not like when you go into sim lab, you tell your friends to sit down four times. You're doing that like four times every hour, you know, throughout your whole shift. Yeah. And I feel like, wow, nursing, you need a tolerance for patients. (laughs) 
I don't. Yeah, it's just like there's things that will just aggravate you and you have to learn how to cope with it. And it's your job for 12 hours, unfortunately, which makes things so much more excruciating. But you get it done and you learn through it. And then next time it's not as bad. And you're like, oh, I see what patient. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to give him probably a little bit of extra Ativan this time. Exactly. And then also we see, aside from that, definitely the critical side of things where you're intubating respiratory failure Mm -hmm. patients, things like CRT, which is a continuous renal replacement. Yeah, I just oriented that last week and that was... That was a lot of a lot of work. Exactly. Very, uh, very tedious. A lot of numbers. And those are one-to-one patients. So in the ICU, for those who don't know, you have two patients usually per nurse, sometimes three because in Illinois, unfortunately, we do not have um, the union. But for the most part, it's two to one patients like that. Let's just say open hearts, CRT. I think hypothermias as well, post cardiac arrest. Right. That, those are one-to-ones, mm. and those are all like interesting experience because things are so much different than like a regular patient right yeah i mean you definitely learn a lot it's fun um it's definitely something you don't see in school at all yeah or you have your regular stroke patient that comes up they just got like tpa which is like aka the clot buster and you have to be very nitty-gritty about the charting let's just say they got tpa at like 103 well you have to chart every 15 minutes so it has to be 117 one whatever the next one is has to be very detailed because Unfortunately, nursing, even though you go home, you finish your job, you'll get an email if you miss something. Right. Hey, you didn't um, chart your restraints at the end or something. So it's one of those jobs where you have to be very, very detail-oriented, right? Yeah, I've never had a patient on TPA, but we did have a patient come in for pump hemolysis, like we were talking about before. And they went from heparin um, to one more anticoagulation. I forgot what it was called. And then they decided to do TPA as like a last resort. Okay. So that's that's pretty crazy because... When you go to pump hemolysis, basically your pump clots off. So the guy wasn't taking his Coumadin. He threw a clot in yeah. his machine. So last resort is TPA. Exactly. That's crazy. And that's a lot of things in the hospital. I feel like people come there because a lot of things are preventable. Just like taking your Lasix medication and preventing your fluid overload when you have congestive heart failure. Right. People just neglect themselves. Like if you were checking your weight every two days daily... You would prevent that. You would call your doctor. It would give you an extra dose of Lasix, and you'd be on your way preventing hospital readmission. Right. So or just or just your diet. You know, maybe you don't need a sodium pill, you know, or like or a water pill or any kind of Lasix or diet diuretic. You could just change your lifestyle up, eat better, maybe work out. You know, just try and relax in some way, shape, or form. And you might not even need medication, but you know, standards are standards. Exactly, lifestyle factors. Right, big pharma. Um, and also another thing, so I hope that you guys kind of get a little bit of taste of what this is going to be about. And we want to become a resource for nursing students, right? And exactly. anyone that's willing to learn about mindfulness and wellness. Right. We want an interaction between you guys. So if you guys want to learn something more, let's say, about the renal system, just you know, give us a comment. Email comment, us, email. Send us something, and we'll be more than happy to, to guide you through a, through a guide or maybe make one up for you or help you study. You exactly. Know? Um, another thing is also... We're starting something that's going to take place. So the episode that you see here might be different because of the studio that we might switch. But we're going to be doing travel nursing soon. Mm -hmm. So that's another exciting journey that we could maybe on top of our podcast, we can make videos. It'll just depend on the audience and what you guys want. But we'll be both traveling to California for like work for um, 13 weeks. So we hope to take you on an adventure as well. Exactly. Yeah, And it'll give you a different perspective on how nursing is more on the, the West Coast compared to where we are in Illinois. Maybe we'll shift, you know, West Coast and go to the East Coast, see how they do things. Can be. For one thing, I know that the West Coast or Cali specifically has some um, unions. Mm. 
So that should be interesting because you can never get tripled up. And that happens sometimes. Right. And I feel like it's very unsafe personally. Yeah. I've had a triple, you know, and that was, they were, thank God they were all stable for were the they most all, part. Were they step-down patients or were they all critical care uh, patients? They were, they were all ICU patients, okay. but they were kind of more stable. They were, they're maybe like getting transferred out today, but the next day I want to hold an ICU just in case overnight. Okay. They switch some stuff around, you know. And sometimes you'll have a charge nurse that could take a patient. Um, not everybody likes to. No. So it also depends when, you know, you're picking out your unit. How is the charge nurse? How is the teamwork interaction? Because right. that all matters, you know. Some charge nurses personally won't take a patient. And unfortunately, you'll feel a little, like, butthurt about it. because. Right. Yeah, I try not to as a charge nurse. But, I mean, I'm willing to, to do it just because, you know, one patient isn't really that big of a deal. It depends if it's a... It's like a step-down patient or someone that's like a tele-overflow. I'm completely okay with taking them. But if it's more, more critical, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a hassle, especially because, you know, our floor sp- split. One's step-down, one's CVTU. So one's like, they're both considered ICUs, but one's like more of a acute care ICU and one's like a little, little bit lower acuity. And sometimes when we're short nurses, there's one charge for, for the whole floor, you Jeez. know, compared to two for a each unit. And that's, that's a lot, man. That is. That's ridiculous. Because you got to, you know, you got to run all the patients and everything. It's... Everyone's calling you from, from both sides, and it gets hectic. I, mean, I never had to do that because I'm not that experienced to just be. I mean, I do step down, um, step down, um, like you know, charge nurse, charge nurse, but not the ICU one. That would be a little, a little too much for me. Yeah, and also you can't, you know, like chew off a bigger piece, mm-hmm. and you really can't. Exactly. Because I feel like the management is pretty, pretty okay with you taking a bigger responsibility. They want you to do that, and sometimes you do have to kind of step back and say, "Hey, I'm comfortable. Where I'm at. Let me right. learn more." Or they could take advantage of you. Like yeah. some nurses get upset because they do. They go to all these meetings. They have um, I forgot what units. Um, like if you're a magnet hospital, they push you to go out to all these extra little things for safety, in services. You want to be a super user for the new pixes, and it's like it takes a lot of your time. It does. Like you need a work life balance. Exactly. So. And you kind of want to know where your education like is at. Like where is your is your ceiling. Because like I said, you don't want to take on more than more than you could chew. You know, it's easy to say yeah, but then when it comes down to it, you're just like, well, I thought this was gonna be simple. You know, everything's gonna be stable, and then shit's the fan. And you're like, yeah, it's just kind of a little too much for me. And then you're asking for help, you know, and it turns a little struggle. Exactly. So you have to know where your limit is, mm-hmm. and also you have to like speak up for yourself right. because sometimes the chargers might not be aware of what you can handle, and if you don't speak up, they'll just throw you like they'll stuff. Keep doing it. Exactly. Yeah. They'll keep doing, it. and it. I've had I've worked with nurses that experienced that and they hosted their they hosted their like you know feelings about it. I'm just like tell them right don't play the victim you know what I mean yeah yeah they're not trying to be rude they just don't know that you they, that you can't do it yet, or it's not something that you want to handle yet well what about when you like make an assignment do you kind of like know which nurse can handle what and you kind of gauge that I yeah. know I know let's just say a woman is pregnant well hey you're not gonna give them isolation exactly. so you kind of feel bad there and that guy might get to isolation yeah. patient so I mean that's it, yeah, I try to, and, you know, the more you become a charge, the more you do assignments, the more you get a feel for it. Um, I did have some people complain on day shift because we make the day shift assignments. I've heard nurses complain, be like, hey, this was an assignment. They, they didn't tell me that it was hard personally, but I, I've heard around. I'm like, all right, well, now I got to change this up. And I told them, like, if anybody's upset with their assignment, can you please let me know? Because I can only do so much as to what you tell me. You know, like, if this is too much for you, I don't know it's too much for you unless you tell me it's too much for you. No, don't, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. I'm not going to judge you. It's just, I just don't know. Yeah. You know, so it's interesting to say. It's like, be honest with me. Tell me. I don't want to hear, like, around the unit, be like, hey, Peter's even bad assignments. You know, my assignment always sucks. I think you that's know? the worst when you have, like, little gossip rumors mm-hmm. going around. And I feel like sometimes, even when I, like, 
the unit that I work in. It's like a little high school sometimes, like people talking yeah. this and that, like. I don't know. I'm and not like, a fan of it personally. but Yeah, I mean, I heard it, and I made a point one morning. I'm just like, if everybody okay with their assignments, because I don't want anybody complaining when I come back. You know, and everyone looked at me and was like, okay. And has, I was like, All right. has anybody ever complained and you changed it? Um, or not yet? I have, because we have a few reoccurring patients that we know are, are kind of heavier, and it's always like, hey, um, sometimes I'm just in a hurry and do assignments real quick, and it's like, hey, I had him yesterday. Can I not get him today? I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense, because I know he's, he's, he's hard to deal with. So I switch him, I'd be like, hey, if you don't want him, is it okay if somebody switches? Somebody usually is like, okay, I'll take him for today. Okay. You know, because you have those nurses that are just there for one night, and they're just like, I'll just give me any kind of assignment. So True. Like, right. You know, because they're going to be off for, like, the next, like, four days. Or if I do, like, a two like a two nights, and I'm off one day, and then I'm on one, I'm just like, give me any, any assignment, because I usually schedule myself, so I'm off, like, five in a row. That makes sense. You know, so I'm just like, yeah, I'll take me a hard one, it's like, whatever. It's I'm actually working four in a row next week. Row. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Really? So we'll see how, if I like it. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a struggle. Really? But then you're off for six days. Right. I mean, who doesn't want six days off? Yeah, man, it's, it's so nice. I did. I never did a four in a row. I did a five in a row, and that was that was that was hell. Oh yeah. I was like a zombie. That's burnout. A zombie. What I like doing when I used to work every other weekend, I used to like doing three in a row, uh, one off, one on, and then you're off for like five nights. That was always a clutch. Yeah. So you do have that time to go to the gym or whatever. Mm. All right, guys. That was just a teaser of how we get into a deep conversation. We just talk about nursing. But um, if you guys like this channel, I hope you guys subscribe. If you guys are on audio, subscribe, give us a rating, and we will hope to kind of vibe with you guys for the episodes to come, right? Yep. Have a great day and take care of those patients. Take care, guys. Have a good day.